you have something to say and people want to hear it. Stop doubting yourself. Stop playing small. Stop selling yourself short. You've got it. I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll have deep conversations that will help you create a powerful transformation that shifts your perspective in life, love, and business, with topics ranging from spiritual self-development, human design, astrology, metaphysics, and everything in between. So you were saying last year, you thought personal year five was bad? Oh my God, there was so much change in personal year five, like with my corporate career, with my home life to some extent, but that's when all of my my spirituality started. It all hit me like at the same time. So I didn't know like what, when they say the dark night of the soul and all these different things started happening. It was all at once. So I didn't know if I was coming or going when I had personal year five. Yeah, like, but personal is- year six though? Baby. <laughs> I mean, t- I'm telling people, listen, uh, <laughs> I don't know what, what I got to offer you there, but I'm praying this personal year six, when I have that in a few years, don't do me like the last two. Because when I tell you personal year six is the ghetto. Oh, personal year six? It has me like, okay, Personal year seven, please come in here and act like you got some sense. Which it will. (laughs) Personal year seven is a nice break. Because personal year four, I tell people with personal year four, external stuff that you really don't have control over. Mm -hmm. And then you get to personal year five. And as you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, like I like to say personal year five. But Mm -hmm. then six... That six hits you like you, it's like it kicks you in your throat. And it's just like, what did I, what did I do to deserve this? It's a screeching halt. It had me questioning like, okay, who was I in my last life? Like, who did I, did I decapitate someone? What did I do? I must've been a tyrant. Like it really had me questioning a lot of things about myself. And I just knew that I had to stick with it. I mean, I had a choice. Yeah, you but, had no you know, choice. I knew I had to just stick with it and it was going to get better. And it was happening for me, not, you know, not to to you. Yeah. And you made it, you made it. We're here talking about one of my favorite things. And I have so, (laughs) this might be a long ass episode because (laughs) cardology, just like human design changed my life, the card system, I think it was like an eye-opening kind of experience for me in energetics and energy. And we're going to get into it a little bit more deeper. But so when it comes to relationships, I used to do a lot of relationship readings. I love relationships. I love love. And I will say that I used to look past the cards in my study of, you know, the man I was dating and everything like that. And I used to put that last no more. No, no more. <laughs> no more. Learned I've lesson. learned my, I've learned the lesson of a lifetime. I will not overlook someone's card. And Jolie, you know, human design, you know, astrology, but you love the card system. And we'll talk about what the card system is. 
But would you agree? Because I, I got a lot, a lot of notes. I wrote a lot of notes. Would you agree that because what I used to do and this is I'll tell you the order that I used to do this. I okay. used to look at their human design chart first, then astrology and then cards last. And I was just like, but when things didn't work out, the card system will always be right. So mm-hmm. how I've changed that is card system first, mm-hmm. human design second, astrology third. And mm-hmm. here's why. So the card system, what I will say, it tells you the energetic dynamic of the relationship. Human design shows you the tools you have in the relationship. And then astrology shows you what is, what the possibilities are and the potential challenges. I love that. I love, I've never thought about putting them together and organizing them in that manner, but I like that. I like the idea of starting with the cards because the cards, you need the most minimal amount of information to get the maximum output. Maybe. (laughs) So that's what's amazing about that, right? You can literally get a whole blueprint with just the birthday and you don't necessarily need the year, right? Even if you just start with the birth card, that alone will give you a nice amount of everything. You need to know. (laughs) Yes. Everything. Just knowing their suit will tell you a lot. So let's talk about what cardiology is. So let me just say, I'm going to preface this with everything that I say is my own interpretation because cardiology, sometimes in the streets, it's like cardiology wars. Well, I mean, same with human design. You know that too. Some people interpret things differently. So everything I say, it's not from any particular school of thought or studying or whatever. So, okay, let me just preface that. (laughs) So the way that I describe cardiology is there's a calendar, right? There's a calendar in each card and it's the regular playing cards, right? Each card correlates to a particular day and it's your birthday, right? So your birthday correlates to a particular card and it's broken down into four suits. And you have the hearts, you have the clubs, you have the diamonds, and you have the spades. And we can talk about, you know, what each of those suits represent. I have your notes about that. And I'll just talk about that really quick, just to interject. So the hearts, you said, have 52 birthdays. So they're the babies of the suits and they govern spring. And their tarot counterpart is cups and their astrology counterpart is water. Then you have the clubs which are 133 birthdays and they're the teenagers of the suits and they govern summer. Their tarot counterpart is swords and their astrology counterpart is air. Then you have diamonds, which have 131 birthdays, which are the adults of the suits and they govern fall. Their tarot counterpart is pentacles and their astrology counterpart is earth. Then you have spades, which are 49 birthdays and they're the elders of the suits. They govern winter tarot counterpart are clubs and their astrology counterpart is fire. Yeah. Just to put that out there. Okay. Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So you started, that's the breakdown. That's what it is. And so you and I are both kings and, you know, it took me a long time to step into that. And I hate to say hierarchy or anything like that. Well, let's just say the energetic hierarchy of things when it comes to the cards, because it is actual factual. Yeah. So when we're talking about the cards, you know, you start with the ace, right? So the aces are the babies, right? The aces are the babies of the suit. So when you have an ace, 
you're essentially dealing with the new. I, I, I liken it to Aries energy, right? So Aries is the baby of the zodiac, so to speak. So the aces are the same way in general. Aces are getting to know themselves. So aces are usually very ambitious, very goal-oriented. They can be a little bit impatient. They probably move first and ask questions later when you have an ace. When you have the twos, the twos are all about learning how to deal with the other person, right? Because now you're coming off of the ace. So with the two, you're learning how to work with and be in partnership with the other person, but it's still new for you. So with the two, you could be a little selfish if you're a two, right? Especially like a two of diamonds, right? So candy, I always think about candy bears from them. Um, oh, she's a two of diamond? That <laughs> makes sense. Because if you notice every relationship- uh, She's the leader. She is the leader, but everything is about business with her. It has to make money. It has to be beneficial, right? So that to me is a perfect epitome of a two of diamonds. It's like that for all twos, regardless of the suit. And now we're back to the odd number. The threes are all about... Which Jolie does not like odd numbers. We will have a conversation about that in a second. The kings don't like the odd numbers. I I had to learn a really, really, really hard lesson about that. And I just, Jolie warned me about odd numbers. And I was just like, but no, like, no. And, And I got it. I got it. I got it. Threes are usually, there. there's creativity in the threes, but the threes are usually very talented, but it's always about some sort of a choice or options, but mm. sometimes too much choice and too much option, right? So I think about the threes, I think about Mary J. Bosch, her birthday was yesterday, so she's a three of spades. So a lot of them could be artists, a lot of them could be writers, just different creative outlets like that. But a lot of them have many different choices. And that's when, you know, you can see a lot of movement with the three. Mm-hmm. And then we come to the four, right? And so just like in numerology, the four, it is the builders, so they do want to build something. But because you're coming off of the three, it could still be a little bit wobbly when you're talking about a four, right? Depending on which four it is, right? So like, for example, the four of diamonds is flanked by two fives. So the four, all four of diamonds still have a lot of energy around them that keeps them involved with a lot of movement is mm. how I see it. And four of diamonds is actually one of my planetary rulers. So I'm familiar with it, right? It's like they're fighting for that stability. They're going to get that stability almost like by any means necessary. That's what I think about the four diamonds. So the fives, right? So when we think about the fives, fives are always can't hold me down. <laughs> Not going to hold me down, right? When I think about the fives, they don't want to work for anybody. They want freedom. They don't necessarily like to be told what to do, right? You don't want to silence them. They just want to be free. And I think that's even true, like in numerology. So that's what I think about with the five. I'm a life path five. I could see that. And to me, that sort of ties with the king, right? Because with a king energy, no one's going to tell the king what to do, right? Right. Almost like with a five, you're not going to tell a five what to do. But it's on a different plane, right? Because with a king, you have the king mentality. You have enough maturity and you were born into this role of understanding what it means to be stable and understanding what it takes to do certain things. And it's just bred in you. It's it's in you. It's not on you. Right. But with a five, they're still learning how to get there. Yes. That's what I think about the difference with the five and the king. Right. So it's similar energy, but not. It's not the same. (laughs) We are not the same. We are not the same. We are not the same. Now, when we think about sixes, all sixes 
it's always sort of cause and effect with a six. With a six, your karma is always going to come up. It depends on like how have you been living your life, right? Do you pay off your debts? Have you been kind to people? Have you how have you been living your life, right? Because it will always catch up to you. And things tend to come a little bit slower for a six, right? So six of clubs, six of clubs men are usually like a lot of athletes are six of clubs. Really? Because the six of clubs is a very psychic card. I believe it's my Neptune card, if I'm not mistaken. My Neptune or Uranus. One is a six of clubs, one is a six of spades. So the energy is so slow with the six of clubs, right? So things come a little bit slower, right? Your money comes a little bit slower. That job comes a little bit slower. Success might come a little bit slower, right? So because things take their time coming, they need a way to kind of circumvent that energy. So a lot of them work out hard. A lot of them compete in other ways, right? Mm. A lot of the six of clubs that I know that I've seen in the media, even like one I know is like a real kick-ass choreographer. She's a six of clubs and she dances her behind off, but she's a six of clubs because she has to move to get that energy out. Would you say that comparing just the five and the six is that the six, they have to actually move from place to place that energy is unstable in their day to day. The six of clubs has to move in their body. Yes, absolutely. And the sixes are competitive because I think it's because there's a there's almost an innate knowing in them that they know that things are coming slowly outside of them. So the thing that they can control is themselves. It's like inertia. You know, they have to get that movement out in some other way because they know that they can't do it with anything else around them. So they get it out in a different way. And that's what I think about the sixes. That makes sense. Yeah. The sevens. <laughs> the sevens are similar to numerology. I see the sevens as sort of like the in-between, but not always knowing that they have the gift. Mm, that they makes always, sense. They don't always know that they got the juice, right? So Beyonce is a seven of diamonds. Jay-Z is an ace of diamonds. Clearly, she knew she had the juice. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. And he did too. But I've seen a lot of Seven of Diamonds that have no clue that you are the magic. You're the magic, right? So with a seven, it's really, you know, you have to speak it. You have to embody it as if you already are, right? And you can do it. It will happen. Right. You already got it, but you have to get it out. You have to get out of your mind when you have a seven. Because a Seven of Diamonds... For example, the childhood is not always the greatest, right? It could be a lot of movement during childhood. Mm. Maybe a lot of, you know, unstable circumstances in childhood, right? Like Beyonce, you know, with her parents, maybe I'm sure there was a lot of viewing and things like that, right? So when you have a lot of that energy going on in childhood, it could have you question certain things when you grow up. But clearly she had to get out of her head and understand who she was so she could embody who she needed to embody to be who she became. With seven of clubs, a lot of them are are preachers. I heard someone else see this in cardiology, but I've also seen it myself. Um, there's a few preachers that I follow. And when I looked at their birthdays, they happen to be seven of clubs. Well, I what Jamal Bryan is. What's it? You know what? I didn't look at him. We're about to see. I'm going to look because I'm curious. Let's look. Because I don't... I- and for those of you listening, like, who is Jamal Ryan? Jamal Ryan is a very, very well-known preacher. He's actually a very, very good preacher, I would say. And he's always kind of 
praise for his sermons and for things like that. Mm-hmm. When is his birthday? Okay, May 21st. He's actually a, it looks like he oh, he's a jack of clubs. He's a jack. That he's makes a, sense. He's a jack of clubs. That does make sense. Actually. That makes total sense. That makes sense. Well, we'll we'll get to that when we get there. Okay. So the, we're on the seven, right? Seven. Talking about the seven. So we go with the seven, right? So now yes. we're going to talk about the eights. The eights are power, right? The eights are <laughs> fixed, usually. You know when you make an eight, because they usually speak a little bit harsher. <laughs> they have, there's a, there's a sharpness to their tone. And they usually have some sort of power in some way. Maybe they're in the position of authority. But um, you can usually tell when you meet a person who has a card that's an eight. It's about being successful. And, and it is about power in some way and authority. And the nines are, in cardiology, it is about completion. Mm. Completing something, right? My, it's about the end of something. It's about completion on some level. That's what the nines represent. Some could, I mean, I know in, in numerology, it's like the humanitarian as well. Mm-hmm. So there is some aspect of that, right? My daughter is actually a nine of hearts, which is one of the more rare cards, right? I think there's only four or five birthdays that have that card. So there is a little bit of that as well. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some completion when you get to a nine. Tens. Tens are, they're almost like the entry right before you get to the royal card. Mm-hmm. Right? So tens are always one to many, not one to one. So it's like a card where there's a big propensity for dealing with the public. So very, you could very likely deal with the public on some level. You know, Michael Jackson was a ten of hearts. I believe Prince was a ten of diamonds. Really? I think you said Steve Harvey's a ten, right? Steve Harvey's a ten of diamonds. Okay. Um, I believe Wendy Williams is a ten of clubs. Really? Nicki Minaj is a ten of clubs. Really? Um, so there's a, there's quite a few ten of clubs. Yeah. So yes. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's about doing things in the public. Um. Yeah. Doing things on the public level and being ready to do things on the public mm. level. Then we have the jacks, right? So the jacks are all about. It's all about creativity. It's funny because Jack is an interesting energy for me. I feel like jacks are almost like. I want to say they're almost like the page or I'm thinking. Okay. Oh, similar to the page or similar to maybe the page or the night. I'm not sure which one. I would say the page. And this is why from my experience of Jack's, when we're talking about like success and things, they can Mm -hmm. give or take it. They don't have to have it. I think a knight has a desire to Mm -hmm. have, have the success. The Mm -hmm. page thinking about a, a Jack it doesn't matter to them. They could take it or leave it. Yeah. The Jack, and I think it also depends on the person who holds the card and how they show up, right? Like, are they a more mature person? Are they more serious? And then some Jacks are a little more, you know, for like a Jack of Clubs, depending on who it is, right? Because Oprah's a Jack of Clubs. So we know that she's about her business, right? So she's a Jack of Clubs, but because she has, she's in business, we could say she's a king of clubs because she is a businesswoman, right? She's a mm-hmm. woman, you know. So you level up when you stand in your power and authority in a certain way, and you're a business person and you handle your responsibilities. Now, Cardi B is also a jack of clubs. Oh, um, she is. So a lot of people in hip hop are either jack of clubs, from what I've seen, or ace of diamonds, or king of diamonds. Future's a king of hearts. That <laughs> I was about to say something. Never mind. Let me. <laughs> I don't even think you need to say it. I think we. Yeah, we know where it goes. We know, but um, that makes sense, though. That makes, makes sense. sense. 
So it makes sense. Really how you show up, right? Do you handle it? Are you playing more on the high side of it, right? Where you have high goals and standards and morals, or are you still a little more maybe on the immature side and you haven't grown into the the fullness of who you your potential yet, right? So I think mm-hmm. that's a part. So there's that. I think that will play a role. My Mercury card is a Jack of Diamonds. Okay. So that's, and you know, the Mercury card represents your first 13 years of childhood. So as a kid, I was a Jack of Diamonds. So, mm. um, so understanding that, I think that that plays a role. So from the Jack, then you go to the Queen. Now, the Queens and the Kings are, you know, we consider them to be more sort of like co-rulers. My OBM right now, she is a Queen of Clubs. Her birthday is January oh, 2nd. First of all, I love Queen of Clubs energy. My dad was a Queen of Clubs. Erica Badu is a Queen of Clubs. That makes so much sense. She's a projector and she's a queen Mm -hmm. of clubs and she is like the best match. And that was actually so Jolie offers a service where she can tell you the best birthdays to date. (laughs) So she sent me a list of the best birthdays, even though I'm not in a romantic relationship with my OBM. She is on the list. Her birthday, January 2nd, is on the list. And I was like, oh, okay, good. And then the other person who's a part of my team is a jack of clubs. So it's like, it's like perfect. Yeah. I love that. I love, I love that energy. The queen of clubs is, it's, it's a special card. Like if you can stand in in that power and authority, I love it. I'm here for it all day. When I look at Erica Badu, she is, it's like all day. Like she is the, she is the embodiment of the queen. Yes. So I love when I see her and how she speaks and she's just it. So I, I, I love that for her. And then the kings, right? You know, the kings come in and the kings are the masters of whatever, whatever they do, right? The kings are the masters. They're the leadership. They're the power. They are the authority. But most importantly, they are supposed to be the enforcer. Mm. You know, we enforce the rules. That's what's mm. supposed to happen, right? The queen lays down the rules and the kings come in, come in to enforce what the queen says. That's... Mm really sort of what's supposed to happen it doesn't always happen that way because one i haven't met a lot of men who are kings Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. i have wow Woo. that that hit Woo. Oh, so, sorry so that I, I haven't met that many men who are kings but Jesus. also when a woman is born into uh, like we don't earn, we don't have to earn our titles right we whatever card we're born with that we're it that's the card we that's I would say I will say that about cardology I think that's why I love this system and why I like I have to stop overlooking it when it comes to romantic relationships platonic relationships and business mm-hmm. partnerships because it the energy of the card is literally embodied in you and when we had attempted to record this almost what two years ago at this point right yeah it was like 2021 I think but I used to say my mom and my cousins they were always when I was growing up who do you think you are and I'm just be like I'm me like I I didn't have any explanation for it then I didn't know I was a king of diamonds Mm -hmm. I was just like this is just who I am and it's so funny because one of my friends Vanessa she's always saying like she'll like (laughs) box me she'll be like you know you're royal She's like, you're a star. I'm like, what do you want? She's like, I just need to let you know you're a star. You're royal. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, and it's funny too. My dad used to always say that growing up. He will always say to me, the world is yours. You can have whatever you want. You are in charge. 
And yeah. I just was like, okay. Like, you know, I just was like, all right, I'm just, I'm just 10. Like, I'm just trying to, you know, live my life. And so as I grew up, that energy of the king has always been a part of me. And I didn't realize it. And then, you know, being a diamond, because the diamond suit you said is, you know, represented by pinnacles. So it's business, it's all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And can, yeah. Yeah. So can you explain that a little bit with the suits, the actual, like the spades, the yeah. hearts, like what is the kind of energy that that brings for each number? Absolutely. So when we talk about, right. And I, first of all, I love that you have a friend. First of all, the fact that you eat, you, what you just said was so king of diamonds. <laughs> My friend's I can't crazy. Tell you, the fact that you have a friend that calls you to tell you that you are so royal. Vanessa love- will remind me in a heartbeat. She'd be like, what are you, she was like, what are you doing? You're a star. You're I royal. What are you doing? It. Like, okay, okay. That is very king of diamonds of you. Okay. When we think about the suits, right? So when we start with the hearts being the babies, so to speak, hearts are all about emotions. Hearts are all of the, the feelings, the emotions, and the changes in the emotions as well, right? So, for example, a five of hearts can all represent many different things, but it could represent someone who has a lot of changes in how they feel, right? So mm. if you have five of hearts in your Venus, then you're probably someone who has a hard time settling down in relationships you have a hard time like a queen of diamonds i have a friend who's a queen of diamonds i forgot where the five of hearts is in her spread and i don't have the thing in front of me but um she is someone who has a hard time nailing down relationships and a lot of that is because of that five of hearts that's in her life spread so you know if you have a five of hearts it could be it's changes in love changes in how you feel if you're married and you have a five of hearts in your yearly spread that year it could mean you're getting divorced mm. right but it could also mean that you're moving right because you know a heart could it could also represent like changes in locations and things like that so that's the hearts but also i just want to make this clear right so when we think about hearts and we think about love and feelings it's not always the oh, I love you. And it's not the sweet, kind love. It's the, you're going to love me, make you love me. Right. It's like that kind of love. It's like, I'm going to make you love me. It's like, yes. it's like that. especially the queen of hearts. Like if you meet a man who's a queen of hearts, I'm just saying, be careful. <laughs> so, <laughs> just saying. You're like, listen, just watch out. <laughs> so clubs, clubs are all things, communication, communication. Mm-hmm. Um, in speaking anything that's material in nature, that's going to be a club, right? So I'm a I'm a king of clubs. So that's you know that's what the that's what the clubs represent. It's going to go back to that all things that are about knowledge and I don't know if it's so much education, but it's really about knowledge. It's about speaking. It's about writing. It's about just anything that involves those types of things. That's what a club is gonna is gonna do or represent. If we think about diamonds, and they go in this order, by the way, diamonds are, as you said, you know, pinnacles, right? So diamonds could be money, right? I always say it could be money or value, but you have to know the difference. That is one of my, I'm all about values. That's Mm -hmm. like, I'm always about what are your values? What are your values? What are your values? Like, that's my thing. And some people don't understand that. I think, you know, for some people, they're born knowing that. And some people, they have to learn that, right? You have to understand that, listen, you would you trade your soul for some money? No, you have to understand right. 
values are as a person. Because if you had no money, which is really just energy, right? Right. You still have to have your morals. Right. Who are you? I think for me <laughs> to being a king of diamonds, I can spot value very, very quickly. Oh, for sure. Because I have a very keen eye as a king of diamonds, right? And I think we talked about this before. You know, the king of diamonds is, you know, it's a special card because it has one eye, right? They call it the one eye king. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the playing card, it has, there's literally one eye facing it. So there can be, right, depending on who it is, there could be a blind spot. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It could be someone who is only singularly focused on all of the worldly things, right? And you want to be a dictator and you want to have people working for you and you only care about, you know. Or not seeing the truth of someone in relationships. Yes. Both platonic and romantic, like only seeing what you want to see. Exactly. And not opening your goddamn eye and looking at <laughs> exactly. exactly. And so a lot of times a king of diamonds, that's why they do better with, you know, they need someone else there to help keep them honest, right? And not necessarily, it, it could be honest in that way, like honest dealings and whatnot, but also just to keep them in check, so to speak, keep them grounded. Yes, keep them grounded. I would say yeah. grounded. And yeah. which makes so grounded. much sense on why you don't like odd numbers for kings because it makes sense it's too it's too much movement yeah i mean we talked about this briefly like it's no shade to odd numbers but i didn't realize how stable i was until i interact with odd numbers and mm-hmm. i'm just like oh wow like i'm <laughs> i do have my shit together look at that <laughs> like <laughs> for me i think it was like the pandemic like i always knew that i knew how to sit with myself but once the pandemic came, it was almost like, what pandemic? <laughs> yes, for me, it was just like, oh, I'm just, you know, on a little mental, you know, social break from the world. This is fine. Let me, you know, read a book. Let me figure right. out some things right. and call I mean, it a day. If anything, maybe I would have wanted to go out to eat once in a while or yes, something. Yes, I think that I probably missed restaurants, you know, the biggest yeah. thing during that time. Like, damn, I really wish I could go out to eat. You know, not necessarily the people, but, you know, but I was, I know I can sit with myself for a long time. So and, let's and- talk about that, though, with when it comes to the relationship dynamics in cardiology and why it's so accurate. Why do you think it's so accurate? Well, there is a science behind it, right? I think one of the earliest books that I read was from the 1800s because a lot of this was hidden for all these years, right? And it's how they learned how to initiate people. And, you know, so they had to hide it in the cards and you know, it was hidden in the tarot and hidden in all these different places. And this is how they started to use it to initiate people. So there is a science to it, right? So a part of that science, it comes from the astrology on some level. Mm-hmm. So a part of it is that. So it, it makes sense that it's accurate. And it really is scarily accurate. It's scarily when I my, accurate. Especially when you start to get familiar with looking at your year, like your, you know, because each card, unless you're one of the fixed cards, you change places every year. So every year, it's almost like how you move houses every year in astrology. Mm-hmm. But um, each year in cardiology, you change places with a different card. And so that when you change places, your whole spread changes for that year. And that's going to give you a different theme for that year. So. Right. It makes perfect sense with everything that's going to come up for that year. The year that I left my corporate job, I believe I had an ace of diamonds. 
which meant that I was going to be starting something new in business because diamonds, and I should have said that, also represent its business, its structures, right? And when I started a new business, I had an ace of diamonds. When I was going to be working in partnership with someone, I had a two of diamonds. So mm-hmm. there are things that come up that you will see play out in your life and in your environment and the people around you. My planetary ruling card coming up for this year, my birthday, is a four of spades. Okay. So the four of spades, I look at as, so the four fours are, we talked about being builders, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about the spades, the spades are the, it's the power, it's the spirituality, right? And it's also the elder. So I would imagine, and I would have to look at the other spread so I can see the environment card and see some of the other things. Well, I'll, t- I'll just tell you. So my <laughs> my long range card for the year is a three of clubs. My Pluto card for the year is a nine of diamonds. Ooh. My wait, what what's the, what's that gonna mean? <laughs> ooh, that ooh. Pluto card, nine of diamonds. It feels like something financial when it's in Pluto. But with the three of clubs, that feels like something artistic. Like so it feels like there's an artistic project coming up. Yeah, there's tons, tons of them. And then yeah. my my result card for the for the 2023 is a five of hearts. Ooh, okay. Feels ghetto. Feels <laughs> ghetto. But my environment card for the year is a nine of diamonds. And my displacement card is a seven of hearts. Okay. So you're displacing the seven of hearts this year. Yes. Okay. 2023 from the start. I'm displacing the seven of hearts, but my environment card is the nine of diamonds. You know what? That makes sense to me because if you're displacing the seven of hearts and you're in your, your result card is the five of hearts, that sort of makes sense, right? Because the seven of hearts is about, it's about love, right? And we talked about the sevens a little bit. Mm-hmm. So sevens are, are about understanding that you are who you are and you need to let it be. Let it, just let it be because you are already it. But when you're a heart, seven of hearts need to, by the way, DJ Khaled, I believe is a seven of hearts. Seven of hearts is really, to me, it's about not trying to force people, other people to love your way. Mm. Right? You can't force people into a role that you think they should be in, right? You can't Preach. make them be their way. So Preach. that's really what the seven of hearts is, right? So so I need when to I, mind my business and love this year, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, like you, I think it's more, it could be more about having fun. Okay, having, that's fair. Having experiences. Okay. And that could be the five of hearts it's, as the result card could be. I would want to, I probably would have to see it a little more so I can really. Okay. What better. about this environment card though of nine of diamonds? The nine of diamonds environment card. So nines as the environment cards usually mean that there could be good endings for the year. Okay. If you have it as your environment card and in Pluto, that I might want to look at. Yeah. Yeah. That usually is a blessed ending. I'm just looking at my notes. A nine in your um, environment is a blessed ending. I'm just thinking about in Pluto. It could come out to be a wash, though, because they could cancel each other out is what I'm thinking. But I would have to look at some of the other things. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. Sevens and nines are, it can be heavy energy to carry. You know, sevens and nines are heavy. They come with some things when you carry them. So it could be that you come out learning a lot. Okay, that's fair. 
It could be. It could be. That's fair. I'll learn. <laughs> I'm tired of lessons, child. <laughs> you know, I'll learn. You know, it's fine. I feel you on the lesson, like spirit. I'm good with the lesson. I mean, and it's also my 11 2 year, too, numerology wise. So mm-hmm. this is supposed to be a big year for me anyway. So it's supposed to be a big partnership year for you, right? Like when the- Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's look, message me after. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll message you after because we, yeah, we got to talk about this now. But Jolie does do okay. yearly readings and should tell you who you should be with and all that. So, back to what I do want to talk about, really, too, is, and we t- briefly talked about before I interrupted my back because I just, I love cardiology so much. So, let's, let's just talk about us for a second because we're both king. Why don't you like odd numbers for kings? Oh boy. So for me, you know, and this is again, my, just my opinion. I feel like when it comes to a king, kings are meant to be, you know, as I was saying earlier, I think we come in as the enforcer, right? Kings, mm-hmm. are, kings make, you know, kings come in to enforce the rules. Um, you know, it's, a, it's supposed, it's meant to be a stabilizing energy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's meant to be, um, you know, authority, right? They're the authority of their suit, you know, whichever king it is. If you're a king of spades, then you do you do whatever you want. Because, you know, when you're a king of spades, you have access to the entire, you know, the entire deck. Um, so you do whatever. Um, but uh, I feel like because kings are meant to have so much stability, authority, power, um, knowledge, you know, all of that, that they embody, they don't really want to deal with someone who comes in and is flitting around. Okay. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So you know, you're yeah. thinking about it from a literal sense of being a king and in a castle, you can't have people playing around all day. I can think of it that way. And I, even when I think about it in my real life, right? So even for me in my life, I know that what makes me feel comfortable and what makes me feel secure and safe literally is having stability. And consistency. Yeah. Consistency. That is what that give me that. And you and we are like probably like 75%. Right. Because it's almost like, would you agree that if you don't have that, you can't think? It it, it can breed. I don't make good decisions when I'm I don't make good decisions. And I and if we're thinking about it from a king stand, I can't make good decisions for the kingdom. My home is important to me, uh, right? Girl. Look, I have it. So I have a cancer moon. My home, I have a cancer moon. And then in cardiology, my Venus is a four of hearts. So my home, my home life, my family is very important to me. So to have a stabilizing force that um, supports that and that is a home that is important too and who matches that energy with me, right? So we're both, we both agree that this is where we put our energy. This is where, this is our, this is important to us. Okay, I can't be the only one fighting for the home and the family. Listen. So that has to be important, <laughs> right? So if that's not important for both of us, then I don't want to feel like I'm on an island by myself. Yes, I don't want to feel like I'm alone in this. And right. so that I would say, when you're thinking about the odd numbers, I would say, yes, I've felt that in my relationships with odd numbered people is mm-hmm. that I feel like I'm in it by myself. Like I'm the only one doing the work. And yeah. it's just like, this ain't it. Like, I this ain't it at all. Roll, you cannot row. Uh, you can't turn around a ship by yourself. You can't row a boat by yourself. Yeah. 
it, ta- it, it takes two people. They have you have to be on the same page, and it doesn't mean that the intention is bad, right? Because it really isn't anything negative towards the, the odd numbers. It's just that the energy doesn't necessarily always match. I would think it has to be a certain odd. A what certain, number would it be? I mean, and maybe not a certain number, but maybe a certain sign, right? Because the different, you know, there's like right the different signs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I, I no, I would no because it's the same energy because. The number that I'm referring to, uh, thinking back and and realizing of how many odd like odd number people in the same number that I dealt with, and I'm like it was the same outcome, and having a relative that is that odd number two, it was just like oh yeah, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is this is why I just don't feel good, or mm-hmm. why I feel like I'm pushing too much. This this right. doesn't feel right. So when you you know because I think you said for me the best. Well, the best you love a four of clubs for me. And I think you had a queen on there. It's fun. Yeah. So my OBM is a queen of spades, not a because she's January 2nd. Oh, okay. great. Get along. But no, you had queen of clubs. Okay. okay. For me, queen okay. of clubs. But your top ones for me were queen of clubs. Also, jack of diamonds. Mm-hmm. And four of clubs. Okay. Four clubs that that were the, had the most birthdays. Four okay. of clubs, and you also like nine of clubs for me. And you, you have know, one, two, a couple of birthdays with a two of spades and okay. a two of hearts and a four of spades. But the majority of the number, the majority of of the birthdays that you gave me were Jack of Diamonds, Queen of Clubs, and Four of Clubs. And I think that makes sense, right? So I won't break down all the matches that I gave you, but when I think about you being a king of diamonds, I'm also thinking about you, you in particular, right? Knowing your entity. The jack of diamonds, right, is a businessman, right? If you, Mm. the jack of diamonds is a businessman. If someone who is a master marketer, it's someone who understands how to do business with people in foreign countries, right? Other languages. Mm. Um, Jack of Diamonds is a powerful energy as long as they show up in an honest way in honest in their dealings, they are successful. Mm. They are men. Okay. That's what <laughs> that's I like. <laughs> and if they show up that way, then you could consider them the king, right? And then you'll be, you know, it's like they you meet your you're meeting your match, you know, almost. Okay, so like, that ma- that I'm makes sense. Your match because I think when you meet the right the right masculine person, you automatically know when to. I won't even say I, I don't like using that word. When to be submissive and when to no, we can know. use submissive. Let's listen. We, that's we, okay. a, I'm gonna do, have to do a podcast on that because okay. and that is the funny thing being a woman who's a king of diamonds. I need true masculine energy and I'm ready to submit poop with these Yes. Guys. And it's not by force though, but it's No, by, it's not by force. It's, it's by automatic thing. Let it's me surrender because yes. 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 It's a man who knows how to show up in his masculine without brute force and without yes. you know I think what it is too, and and would you agree with this and all of the women who are in, you know, who identify as feminine women he on listening to the podcast i would have to say that because you are a king and if you are in any of the king suits you innately know your power 
I know what I'm doing. I know what I could do out here in these streets, but I don't want to do it. Yeah, I'm t- I don't want to do it. I already know my capabilities. I tell people this all the time. If I say I'm going to do something, it might not be today, might not be tomorrow, might not even be next week. But guess what? It's going to happen in my life. Yes. That's how confident I am in making things happen. So if I'm confident like that by myself and I know my work out here in these streets, I'm exhausted. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. You're ready to pass the baton. Yes. Um, get here. Take all the take all the power. Yes. Get, I want to look pretty and smile. Yes. And that's okay. it. That's it, it. Exactly. Okay. There's all this talk of the soft life. And I'm like, where's my pillow? Give me the pillow. <laughs> give me all of the things. Do you think other royal suits like Queens and Jack struggle with that too? Not as much as Kings? I think Jax probably struggled less with it because I feel like Jax can sort of toe the line. I think Jax, Jax, I look at as a little more jumpy, like a little more like with it. They're spriggy because Jax don't have as much responsibility on them. Right. Mm, when you're like, oh, that's why it's like, have- give her, they, we said Jax is like page energy, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's give her, they can take it or leave it. Right. They don't have to have exactly. the power. They don't have to have the power and they don't, they might not even have the ideals that we have. They might not take life as seriously. As that makes do. sense. And I you feel know? like the queen energy, they need to know their place where they mm-hmm. stand. I feel that from the queens that I know, both male and female, mm-hmm. I think that queens just need to know their place. They need to know what am I doing in this, if this is my role. Make sure that's clear for me that this is my role. Yes, let me handle my role, but make sure you're there to handle your role. Make sure you're there to stand up and have my back when I need you, right? Like, I think it's a lot of that too. So I think roles have been conflated and just mixed up these last couple of years. And I feel like, you know, since we came off of last year was the, you know, the universal six year, and now we're in the seven. There's all these new energies that we're moving towards. And I feel like we're getting back to that place. Mm-hmm. And when I say back to that place, it doesn't necessarily mean that, okay, now we're going to be back to our gender specific roles. But I think right. we're going to be supported the way that we should be, right? And when I say we, I mean women. Yeah. And that's my hope anyway, you know, that women can be supported, protected. Provided for. Provided for, yeah. Spoken up for the way that we're supposed to be. Yeah, no, I agree. That's why I love the card system because it's just, but never again will I discredit the card system because you find out your card and you read it and, you know, hopefully you all will reach out to Jolie and get some information and a reading. It really makes sense. And that's why I said that order cards first, human design, then astrology, especially when it comes to relationships or even just knowing about yourself. It just makes sense. It really, really does. It really does. And when I say, you know, no lie, it really does give you the most amount of information output just from getting the month and day. <laughs> All you need is the month and name. You can get that from their Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> you can get it from their Facebook channel. Okay. Look, and nowadays I just ask. When's your birthday? <laughs> That's it. I don't need your time right now. We're not right. even there. I don't even know if I like you. I just need to know your birthday exactly. to see where you stand in my life. Exactly. To see if you will stand in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, are you going to make it? Are you going to make it? Are we going to make it past this phone call? Are we going to make it past, <laughs> past the first day? Are we going to make it past the month? Yes. 
Okay. It's important. It is important because I remember reading a quote from, I think it was Devin Franklin. So I think it was something like, if we date better, then we marry better, and then we create better families. But it starts from dating better. And I don't know if he should be the I mean, we're going to take that with a grain of salt because his situation didn't unfold, but that's not our business. But it made sense at the time. Yes, it made sense at the time. It made sense. So what's one takeaway you would want people to know about the card system? That it works. It works. And you don't have to be spiritual. I think some people think that you have to be engrossed in it or in depth in it and, you know, really dive deep, neck deep into it. You can if you want to, because I found it so interesting and I found it so true and it made so much sense. Cards don't lie. The cards don't lie. Same thing with the human design, same thing with my astrology and, you know, all the other things that I've studied and that I've looked at. But I want people to know that it really does not lie. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura on Street? This podcast was edited by Adam Ross. If you loved this episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure you're following me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Until next time, bye-bye.